0: Hey folks, Machine Repeat here. Welcome to episode number 44 of our Machine Repeat podcast. I appreciate you giving us your valuable time and a listen here. I think we got a show today you're going to really enjoy. Uh, Before we hop into this week's topic and a little market update, just need to do a little uh, shout out on some uh, uh, appearances coming up here. I hope to be able to see you out. Uh, we got some farm shows starting to happen again, and uh, boy, it'll feel good to get back out visit with people. I'm going to be out in California, uh, out of Tulare for the World Ag Expo. I'll be out there on Thursday, February 10th, uh, visiting with the good folks at New Holland at their exhibit around lunchtime. I'll be doing a little uh, talk. So if you happen to be out at the show there, uh, swing on by the New Holland exhibit around lunchtime and I'll be out there. Always fun to get out to California, talk to folks out there, get the vibe on Western Ag. Last time I was out uh, there, it was a number of years ago, I was out filming an auction, uh, Ritchie Brothers big sale at their Tipton, California location. And I think it was kind of during the World Ag Expo. And, I, <laughs> and one funny, funny memory I have is that uh, it was Valentine's Day and uh, we went to the auction, great sale, uh, watching all this different kind of equipment sell, uh, nut shakers for the almond business out there, carrot equipment, it was great fun. But uh, we went out to dinner with a guy that I was out there with, and we realized as we were sitting there amongst all the couples having dinner, it's like, oh, it's, val- it's Valentine's evening, and here we are at a nice restaurant. But anyway, it was it was all good, good machinery conversation. But again, it'll be fun to get back out there. And then following week, if you're going to be down in Louisville, folks, at National Farm Machinery Show, I'll be doing... Uh, kind of my annual seminar there on Thursday, February 17th at 10 o'clock. I think it's in the South Wing, same same uh, conference hall as always. The one where they film U.S. Farm Report. Uh, so again, Thursday morning, the 17th. If you're going to be at the show, swing on out. Um, and then after uh, my talk, which I'll give a little market update um, on this crazy uh, farm equipment market right now, then I am going to be heading over to New Holland's exhibit at National Farm Machinery Show at eleven thirty. Do some filming with my good friend Tyne Morgan with U.S. Farm Report. So, yeah, if you are if you are down in Louisville, uh, swing by the seminar or, or the New Holland exhibit eleven thirty to noon, and uh, yeah, we'll get a chance to visit and catch up. Again, looking forward to getting back out to the shows. Um, and I am going to be going to an auction uh, now. I guess I am filming this. It's Friday, February fourth, as I am recording. And uh, Monday, February 7th, we're going to be covering an auction in Denison, Iowa. Shabin Auction Service has a retirement sale for Dean and Beth. Arget Singer, some very nice Case IH equipment. Um, So it'll be great fun to get out to West Central Iowa to film for the TV show. Um, I'll be posting that on Facebook and Twitter. So if you're in the area, I would love to see you out there. Now, before we get to our guests this week, which I know you're really gonna enjoy. It's an amazing story, but uh, I just want to quickly touch on a little market update. And of course, um, since we talked last, um, you know, as we've waited a little further into 2022 here, it's unbelievable, folks. The end of 21 was the hottest used market I've ever seen. A just incredible crush of year-end tax buyers, November, December, and if you follow my stuff on any format, the TV show, blogs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. There were so many record prices. Frankly, it was hard to, it it was hard on a daily basis to convey all that because the values were going up so quickly and strongly. was a lot of thought that when the calendar flipped to 22 that we'd see a little respite. And frankly, that just has not happened. If anything, values have continued to go higher. Now, just a couple of examples. Again, as I record this Friday, uh, February 4th, I mean yesterday, February 3rd, uh, our friends at Sullivan Auctioneers, of course, sponsors of our TV show, longtime friends with folks there, uh, they had a sale, an online farm retirement auction, I think it was the Kirkpatrick Farm Retirement Auction in uh, Greentown, Indiana. Zach Heiner, nobody sharper than Zach, Uh, Zach kind of managing that sale and Wow, strong prices there A 2021 John Deere S780 Combine, 345 engine hours that came in at $460,000. And uh, on the tractor side, how about a 2019 John Deere 9520 RT track tractor? Only 163 hours on it. So you could expect some strong demand, but that brought 438,000 bucks. So very strong sale there. Now, if we stay with Sullivan's, they had a sale, This was on February 1st um, that had some uh, four wheel drive tractors and four four wheel drives have just been red hot folks. So this online farm retirement auction was uh, for Vander Ark, was the name of the farm. And it was in Kewanee, Illinois, again, February 1st. But they sold a 2013 John Deere 9360R, 2,588 hours on it, went for $238,000 second highest auction price ever on a 9360R. But interestingly, the record holder was just a couple weeks ago. It was December 29th in Nashville, Michigan. Midema Auctioneering had that sale. Um, that was a 13 model with just over 1100 hours for 250. So there you go, the two highest 9360Rs ever, both in the last month or so here. Uh, now on that same Feb- February 1st sale, in Kiwani, Illinois, they had a little bit older model deer, a 9520. That was an 07 model, low hours again, 2,448 hours. That went for 175000 bucks, and that is the highest auction price on a 9520 in almost nine years. Got to go back to April of 2013 to hit that price mark. So again, good use four-wheel drives have been very hot. And maybe I'll leave you with a shout out to my good friends at the Went Group out in Ohio, Kevin and Nick and Dale and Amy and the crew there. Fantastic job. They had a sale January 28th in Oxford, Ohio, a farm uh, retirement auction. I think it was for the Richardson, uh, Richardson farm retirement sale. And you maybe caught the machinery P YouTube video we did, but wow. Uh, they had a 4440 1979 model, 4,533 hours. Uh, that's all for 42000 bucks. So if you want to watch that sell, just go out to Machine Repeat YouTube. And always just a joy to hear Kevin Wendt call an auction. And again, to see it bring 42000 But again, good use equipment. It's, it's not cooling off here. And if uh, to me, it's pretty understandable why this is happening because of the. One, the supply chain is still messed up, so the availability of new equipment is problematic. Most of it's all pre-sold, which drives folks back into the used market. But at the same time, we were seeing tightness with farm equipment dealers. Their used inventory its tighter than I've ever seen in 32-plus years. And the thing with both of those issues, folks, is I don't think they're going to get fixed quickly. its I mean, it's just going to it's going to take time. So that being the case, um, you know, you need the equipment you need to plant in the spring, harvest in the fall. Can't have that downtime. So when the best condition used shows up at auction now, that's why why the prices are not falling off, they're actually going up. So that's the latest update, but uh, you know, just check in machinerypeat.com folks. Of course, we update auction prices there for free. You can update, you can look at them any day, uh, anytime. It's all searchable. Uh, we want you to go there, keep up to date on the latest. But now it's time to bring in our guest for this show. And I've really been looking forward to this conversation uh, with a guy from Alberta, Canada, Darcy Goosen, the inventor of the Tire Grabber. Now, if that rings a bell, I'm guessing it might. You've probably seen their their uh, TV ads on our Machine Repeat TV show. Um And we recently did a post on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that just went crazy. Uh, Unbelievable number of comments and shares. And it didn't surprise me because when I got to know Darcy a few years ago, this invention of his, the tire grabber, which just, uh, you know, runs on any hydraulic system, your skid steer, your telehandler, and it's built to uh, handle large ag tires. Um, And Darcy is a farmer. He's been a farmer his whole life up there in Farintosh, Alberta, Canada. And he just noticed, I think Darcy was a custom spray guy and just noticed what a pain in the butt it was and dangerous, frankly, to handle these larger, larger ag tires and just figured there had to be a better way. So classic case of a farmer invention, he just thought about it and made it. And it, the tire grabber, is a, it's a great product, folks. I mean, it's priced right around 10,000 bucks and he's got different models and Darcy's going to tell us a story on how he got the idea and what it's been like in the past uh, four and a half years since he came out with the tire grabber and he's really getting momentum folks. I think he just came off of the, the uh, Iowa Egg Expo down in Des Moines and uh, people were all over the tire grabber and it is an amazing product, help you work faster, and just the safety of it. I mean, we all know that that one second mishap when you're tired working with these big tires. I mean, you got grandkids running around the shop; it is nothing to mess with. So let's go now to my conversation with Darcy Goosen, the owner and uh, inventor of the Tire Grabber. Hey, folks! Uh, pleased to be joined by our guest on this. This episode of our Machinery P podcast by Darcy Goosen, the owner and founder of The Tire Grabber up out of Farintosh, Alberta. Darcy, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Greg. And I got to tell you, Darcy, uh, on the one hand, it's been fun working with you the last year or so here. Uh, A lot of our listeners, I'm sure, have seen your TV ads on our Machinery P TV show and um, great videos you guys have about the tire grabber, got to tell you, we had a Facebook post with one of your videos here a week or so going, Holy smokes! Where people uh, piling on with comments and sharing. Uh, you have an amazing product there, Darcy. Uh, the tire grabber, let's let's walk folks back through first. Let's explain what it is, and then we'll uh, kind of give them the history. So, tell us about the tire grabber, Darcy.
1: The tire grabber is exactly what it sounds. It's for grabbing big tires. And it's a, it's a three-armed device that you can attach to almost anything you want to. Skid steers, telehandlers, forklifts, um, you know, we're working on actually even on a, like, a knuckle boom, boom, boom trucks. Mm. Um, and it's just a three-armed device to basically pick up a tire, stand it up, you can rotate it, and uh, it's built strong. We've sold sold them for almost four years, so it's working great.
0: And you, uh, <clears throat> am I remembering the story right, Darcy? That the first tire grabber that you sold was actually on your fiftieth birthday. Yes, yes, it is. It was my fiftieth birthday, July 18, and
1: uh, I told my wife I was turning a new leaf. I was, you know, farming up till then full time and still in farming. But uh, I started my first, that was actually my first farm show, my first sale. I sold my first one. It was my 50th birthday. I'm turning a new leaf, I told my wife.
0: <laughs> and that was, that was July 18th of 2017, Darcy?
1: Yes, yes it was.
0: Okay. So this is, I mean... Uh still, you know, a new venture here. You're you're like four and a half years in. Um, And like I say, Darcy, I can just sense huge momentum uh, and interest in the tire grabber. Um, And I I love the, I mean, the idea, the equipment has got so much bigger these days, sprayers in particular, handling these tires. I mean, it is dangerous, it's time consuming. And as a farmer yourself, How long had this idea been kicking around in your head? Like, there's got to be a better way. Oh, it's been quite a you know. So I was a custom sprayer. We farmed and did custom spraying for almost twenty years. Okay. You know, in the last in the you know, two
1: thousand and four, I bought my first brand new John Deere sprayer, and. uh, started working with it and custom spraying and then of course we had to change tires and it wasn't much fun and we kept buying more new John Deere sprayers and then we had two of them in you know 2010 I believe and you know and then we bought bigger John Deere sprayers in 2012 and it's like boy these are getting bigger but you got to figure out a better safer way here so we started tinkering away in our shop and you know just kind of built it on the
0: floor of the shop and drawing on cardboard and cutting out with a plasma table you know and drilling with our drill press yeah we, we have you know kind of some nice welding tools it's, it's yep. not fancy but it's usable. So. Mm-hmm. And the tire grabber uh, I guess I'm not an engineer, Darcy but I mean the pretty simple in design it's you know the three three arm it rotates 180 degrees uh the arms on the tire grab at uh, four o'clock and eight o'clock and on top um and you you can grab the tire flat off the pallet upright maneuver it it's uh it's, it's just pretty darn handy isn't it yes it works great and we have positive feedback from many people people that say it exceeds their expectations you know they're really happy with it and of
1: course there's many people that never call us back but um i i just take no news for good news on those ones because uh right every every person that i've contacted they say it works great
0: yeah i was uh oh, and- i was struck by uh some of the some of the, the videos and, and uh, customer testimonials on your website, which we should point folks to, Darcy, it's thetiregrabber.ca. That's the website, right?
1: Yeah, .com or
0: .ca, either okay. one. Okay, thetiregrabber.ca, yeah. tire, thetiregrabber.com. Now, this was from a farmer up in uh, Saskatchewan. I'll just read the quote to you, Darcy. I, I found this one to be pretty spot on. He said, tire changing... Went from a four-manned pre-planned event to a random whenever it's needed event, because now one person can do it safely alone. Your invention is invaluable and a must-have for any business changing tires on big equipment. So that, that to me is kind of like the, the bingo right there. One person, don't have to plan it out quickly. Just the time-saving element of having the tire grabber must be huge.
1: Yes, it's time-saving and it's safety. Um, you know, and hearing a comment like that is music to my ears. It's it's great. And and uh, the safety of it
0: is it's, it's a time-saving good a safety. Like our vision is to make a product that is safer and easier so people can go home to their families at night. Right. Yeah, the safety... Uh... My gosh. Uh, in fact, in the Facebook video that we posted of the Tire Grabber on our Machine Repeat uh, Facebook page, Darcy, I noticed a lot of people were commenting on the two things, uh, the safety element, and then uh, also it cost affordable. I mean, the Tire Grabber, you're talking, give or take, around $10,000 US. Is that correct, Darcy? Yes, it
1: is. Yep.
0: And I mean, when you talk about handling these tires that are so massive and one little mistake, one half a millisecond and lives can be changed. And, um, you know, we saw that with actually with our good friend, Aaron Holbert out there, who we, in Indiana, egg uh, YouTube star, Instagram. Uh, and of course, people know that she had the tire, spray her tire, fall and break her foot. Unfortunately, that was all it was, but. I think accidents like that resonate, they're, on, they're way too common. So again, your mission is to help f- folks and families avoid those uh, incidents.
1: Yes, it is. And, um, you know, just in the last weeks, I've had phone calls from, you know, bigger farms
0: where a tire actually fell on on a, on a worker and injured them yeah. and, did you know, it was a serious injury. Right. And, it's a big deal and you know some other custom spraying outfits where tires fell on their workers and um, and these are these are real stories like
1: and you know because of privacy i can't really tell right. their names but right i i I do, I do hear them all the time and it would be good if we could get more people to you know if they were willing to be as open as aaron was there that uh, they would tell their story but most people are cautious about revealing that, and I respect
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I was interested. I was just struck, um, Darcy, in the in the comments on the video on our Facebook page. People, you know, saying that uh, you know, what's it worth? The peace of mind just to avoid, you know, you've got your loved ones, let alone your valuable employees, who are getting you know harder to find and keep on the farm. This the peace of mind of keeping them safe, plus the time saving element. I mean, it, when it get right gets right down to it, I mean, what is that worth? I mean, you almost can't put a price tag on it. Well, that's what I thought. Like,
1: it's it's more than just the money part of it. You know, whether it's income or expense, you know, the person buying or selling, but it's the vision is there, is It really is to make make a difference in the world in the small or big way and just uh right for every person that's not injured i mean or or you know it, it's to me it makes it worth uh, the the whole
0: the whole vision or whatever because right. um the well, world is a dangerous dangerous enough place as it is with all the things going wrong and uh right well and uh so far, yeah. make one part of their life easier right and in our in our industry and ag here is as busy as it gets you know different times of year planting harvesting you know doing what you got to do the time crunch and be we get tired uh it's the attention I de- I mean it, that's where that danger creeps in and the tire grabber i mean you're just position it's like like the guy said on your website uh went from a pre-planned four person event to just, I can do it myself safely. And, uh, it's a beautiful product. Uh, you got there, Darcy. Now I, I have noticed that you guys have won, uh, quite a number of awards out at farm shows. Uh, when you, let's see, I, I made a note here, uh, Canadian farm progress show back when you just were brand new and introduced in 2018, you, you won the farmyard, uh, invention, uh, competition and then uh, of course a great farm show up the Man- Manitoba Egg Days in 2020 I suppose before the pandemic you got first place farm safety award so uh, I'm not surprised uh, but uh, kudos to you Darcy for uh, winning those awards. Uh, yeah, actually in Manitoba we won it last year too even though mm. they didn't have, have the farm show but they had um, you could apply for Farm safety, and okay. I took first place in that one last year. Too, so two so two years in a row there. Two years running. It's uh hard to hard to defend that crown, but uh, again, uh, I love that this is you know from a farmer that you saw the need, Darcy, and you built it. Now this is patented too, isn't it?
1: Uh, yep, yeah, we have a patent on it for Canada, U.S., and Europe.
0: Okay, what was that like yep. getting a? Uh, you know, you you've been a farmer up there. Uh, grown grain and canola and your, um, chickens too. I think, Darcy. Uh,
1: yeah, we have chickens. We got broilers and we got uh, eating eggs. and laying, laying hens.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. what, what was that like? Dipping your toe into the equipment manufacturing patent world.
1: Uh, a challenge. Definitely a challenge, and uh, and it's kind of like a whole new world, and you know probably what's good is that a person cannot actually see the future too well you know he's kind of starting it blindly because if i would have known everything i might have been a little more hesitant to start and that's just the honest truth of it right it's it's been it it took quite a while to get the patent and quite a bit of money yeah quite a few mistakes um but uh i keep keep trying and keep trying and uh You know, one of my favorite books is is called, Who Moved My Cheese? And I love that little book. And I read that some years ago and I realized that, you know, when one door closes, you need to go
0: open and find another open door and keep pushing forward. Right. Well, Darcy, I'm going to loop this around to your ancestors and my ancestors. I think we actually have something in common, which I don't think we've talked about before, but. I, I was watching one of your videos. You were talking about your family history, and one of your great grandfathers was a blacksmith, which my great grandfather George uh, in Little Tolly, North Dakota, left the blacksmith shop in 1920 and became a farm equipment dealer. That's how my family got in the business. But your family, you have some amazing egg roots up there in Alberta. Your great grandfather, one was a blacksmith, and your other great grandfather, I think I did I read it right Darcy that he had a big steam steam tractor and a 12 bottom plow and was the he broke virgin ground up there in Alberta Canada
1: yes he did close to um three hills Alberta um would have been yeah many years ago and he bought and he farmed a lot of land in the day I I believe it was 15 quarters of land back then he had a steam engine and uh a big twelve bottom plow. And yeah, he was a quite a ambitious farmer. And um my grandfather ended up working for him. And then also the other great grandfather was a blacksmith and he shoot horses and you know did equipment repairs and stuff yeah. like that. And my grandfather was a um maybe not so much a great welder, he didn't have much welding skills, but you know, he was a person that I learned a lot from that you never leave the field with a job not finished. Like just, um, the neighbor said that grandpa, like, you know, he had a pair of pliers in his back pocket and a roll of wire he added on it. Hmm. And uh, you finish the job before going home.
0: Now, your grandfather, what was his name, Darcy?
1: Uh, His name was Paul Berg.
0: Paul Berg. And Paul, uh, he lived to be 98?
1: Yes, he did, 98 years old. Uh, He came and drove combine for me until he was 93 years old. Wow. And uh, he leaned over one day and he whispered in my ear, he said, you know, If grandma wasn't slowing me down so much, I'd
0: be out here quite a bit more. So you kind of grew up, you kind of grew up, uh, close to your grandpa, Darcy. Oh
1: yes, I did. He was a, he was a, meant a lot to me. Yeah.
0: Well, Darcy, what do you think grandpa, I mean, he's, he's awful proud looking down and, uh, farming operation you built with, with your son, Brenton there. But then also the tire grabber what, what do you think your grandpa would think of the tire grabber he would just he would just you know it'd be, it would be something that he wouldn't know much about you know because he, he would just he had this little thing and he always just said wonder bar wonder bar <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know when it kind of amazed him but yeah yeah, he would, he would he would be very, you know, he wasn't the man of many words, but you could tell when he, you know, when he he was happy with with the person's efforts and work and well, and uh, yeah, I really appreciated him for for many years. I I'm glad I got to be with him till I was you know, getting close to 50 years old. Yeah, what a blessing to be that close with him until he was in his ni- still helping you combine in his 90s. Man, that is that is awesome. And, I, I, yeah, I, I know he'll be awful proud of what you're building there, Darcy. Now, the tire grabber, boy, it just seems to me, you know, of course, with farming operations of scale all across North America, uh, you know, needing the tire grabber, I, and again, we could see that, in the Facebook post and the tremendous response. But other businesses, I noticed on your website you had some testimonials from a farm equipment dealer. And, you know, with the work that they do, uh, handling these tires on the service end and new equipment, my gosh, I think it was a New Holland dealer up there out of Linden, Alberta. It just, uh, James Claussen was commenting on the, the safety. Of using the the tire grabber versus the old forklifts, uh, and just the time saving dealers and then tire shops. My goodness, they, they must be. I, th- I think they all need a tire grabber, Darcy. Oh yeah, that's my thoughts too. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a simple little device that is very usable,
1: very affordable, and. Um, uh, it, it just people. I have tire shops that are using them every day. I bet every day, and uh, they they use them hard, and you know, almost no no repairs that I know of. Um, the one tire shop we gave them a, some more new plastic, like the, the arms sliding and out on plastic. Yep. Sleeves. And we gave him a new set of sleeves because he had worn worn one set out, but... uh, They were just using it constantly. uh, Well, I was... only fixed a a very, very, very minimal two units, that's
0: it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, describe the material uh, that that the tire grabber is made out of and the manufacturing process.
1: Yeah, so it's engineered.
0: We got I got an engineer to build, build
1: it, and that's one of the reasons that took a little longer to get it out to market. It had to be engineered and approved, and it got, you know, load rated for 4,000 pounds, okay. which means it can pick up a 4,000-pound tire. And, uh, you know, it's, it's made out of a high-strength deal. It's called a QT100 deal is what we call it in Canada, which I believe is... is sort of to a 100,000 uh, um, pound steel, and uh, it's a high strength steel, better memory in it, you know, if it flexes, it'll, it'll just pop back, and it's, you know, it turns on a 3-inch solid shaft, which is a 4140 material, a lot of people don't know what 4140 is, but it's, it's just a high strength shaft, it's not just a mild steel shaft. Okay and uh, it has plastic UHMW inside the sliding arms so it's very easy to change the plastic you can just pull the linking pins out the one-inch pins you just take them out slide the arms out pull the old plastic sleeves out and just push in the new ones because they're held in with end caps there's little end caps on the
0: sliding arm slide her back on put the pin in and you're you're good to go again for a long time good to go and uh can you talk darcy about the simplicity of operating the tire grabber whether it's on your skid steer or telehandler i mean it looks to me from studying the videos like like this thing i mean you're just ready to boogie yeah yeah it's pretty self-explanatory
1: you know you just pick it up and uh Make sure it's somewhat centered on the tire, and then all three arms just squeeze in and grab the tire, and you pick it up. Um, now, the last later models we made have a pin on the back so you can lock it so it won't rotate. Okay. And just one cor- one correction, I would say there it actually rotates 55 degrees. Um, earlier on, I think you said 180, oh, but gotcha. The actual the actual rotation is 55 degrees. And, uh, yeah, it's, and if you want to rotate it, you can just pull that pin back and turn it by hand. And uh, also, we have one model where we can put up either a hydraulic ram or an electric actuator, and you can rotate it from the cab if you choose to. Okay. Uh, some, some people like that. If they're a one-man
0: band, band there, they want to work by themselves, and they can rotate it from in the cab. Um And let's yeah it's, it's simple and strong and works well. And let's now let's talk again about the models. Uh, how many model different models of the tire grabber do you have now, Darcy? Uh, well, right now we have three, and you know a lot of people looking
1: at them would say oh they all look the same. They are fairly similar. But they're just small changes. The four thousand, which is our flagship. It does like ninety eight percent of the tires out there. Okay. And then we build, then we built an XL tire grabber which just has a little longer ram, a little longer arms, and it'll open up to ninety five inch tires. And that's for some of those big scent tractors. Mm-hmm. They got some really big lobsters on the back. Okay and then we're, we built a reversible one where you can actually pull the arms off turn them around and slide them back on and it's three three pins with three inch bolts holding the pins in
0: so you're going to slide the arms off turn them around and then you can go all the way down to you can basically pick up a pickup tire with it that way huh. okay yeah and how about and uh those ones we built we
1: built
0: those ones uh, on request from underground mines. The underground mine, mining companies are starting to buy some of our, we mm. are using underground. Okay, interesting. And tell me about the the Tire Grabber equipment jack that you guys now also uh, sell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, um,
1: it's for driving over with a sprayer. You just, it's kind of a, Safety latches kind of on the shoulders. So you can just drop them down and then you can lift it up. It's got its own power pack on there, which has a 12 volt battery and a, in a hydraulic 12 volt pump. And then it's got a like a cord. So you can stand beside your sprayer and just lift it up. And, uh, yeah, it works well. You can just lift it up, set it down on the, on the, the safety latches. So it's
0: basically like, basically buying a dock and then also your safety stand and we just put it all together in one. Okay. And, uh, again, I have to yep. commend you, Darcy, your website, uh, the tire grabber.com, the tire uh, very well laid out. The product, just click on products, folks. You'll be able to walk through the ones Darcy just laid out there. And again, tons of great videos on your website, Darcy, um, uh, now again, back to the dealer up in, uh, Alberta, I, I, I was drawn to his comment about ROI. You know, again, the, your products, the tire grabber kind of around that $10,000 price point and the dealer, um, James Claussen just basically said this thing paid for itself in like a year. Um, yep. I sp- if you use this thing, wow, I just, again, the time saving, uh, It just kind of is a game changer, Darcy.
1: Yeah, we have a John Deere dealer in uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. He bought one, one of the very early ones, too. And um,
0: they told me from the service manager, he said, we got a 10 to 1 return in the first year. Wow. Wow.
1: That's That's, that's decent returns, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I'm just curious, too, Darcy, with... uh, is with the supply chain issues being gummed up for people, or you know, getting their new planner, their new you know, whatever piece of equipment, uh, but looking and needing to continue to update their whole operation, I'm de- I'm just sensing some light bulbs going off as people you know become aware of your product, the tire grabber. Like, oh, for ten thousand bucks, man. Um, what was the now you were just leaving the the big Iowa Farm Show. The uh, I forget the exact name of it. What is it? The Iowa uh, Egg Expo, right in Des Moines? I think so. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah it's a, our first time there.
0: Okay. What yeah, was, was the great show? What was the feedback you got from people flowing around the arena there? Great. It's probably one of our better shows. Mm. Um, lots of. People stopping by and, and nodding their heads, and you know they they could uh, they could see on our our videos playing there. They could uh, right. You could tell by the look in their eyes that they could relate to the the problems and the pain that have happened in the past. Right. Well, Darcy, uh, I'm excited for your guys' growth and success. Again, I think there's a collective light bulb. That you guys are, are making pop on for farmers and dealers and tire shop owners, uh, construction folks mm-hmm. all over North America. Uh, the product you've made, uh, you know, cost affordable, uh, keep people safe, and very exciting. Uh, and again, folks, do me a favor: go to their website, thetiregrabber.com or thetiregrabber.ca. And uh, check it out, it's fantastic. And Darcy, if people want to give you a call, uh, I know you're very involved there in your son, Brenton. <clears throat> what's a, what's a good phone number for folks to call you at if they have questions? Uh, my own cell phone number is 780-678-0808.
1: That's my own,
0: okay. my own cell, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as we wrap up Darcy, uh, just your vision, your hope of going forward in 2022 and beyond for the tire grabber, what would you say? My vision is oh, to keep growing and, you know, find the right the right uh, avenues to reach out to people. I guess that's the big challenge, to get the news out there and uh,
1: get more people hearing about it and more people giving positive feedback. So. That would be the great thing, and um, one thing I wanted to add, Greg, is that in North Dakota, there's a WSI insurance. I think it's for work kind of work-related uh, insurance things sure. for, and uh, they they are paying up to 60 percent if people buy wow buy, um, a safety device
0: like this wow, and I I think I would encourage people that you know, they should check with their insurance companies because there should be benefits that they're willing to pay for a safer work environment. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, powerful stuff. Hopefully other states will, you know, just like the farm line and see the light. And again, you're the tire grabber. I mean, you're just flat keeping people safe, Darcy. And uh, yep. that's the first time I saw it. I thought, you know, and I've been at this 30 years it, It's not every day you run across a a truly game-changing product or service, and you've hit on one. So this journey you started from selling one, your first one on your 50th birthday, Darcy, uh, yeah, we just wish you continued success and uh, uh, excited about uh, helping people on their farm be more efficient and uh, keeping them safe. Uh, That's off to building a great product. and, And thank you again, Darcy, for being a guest on our podcast this week.
1: Well, thanks, Greg, and I look forward to hopefully we can have more
0: conversations. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Darcy Goosen, the owner and inventor of The Tire Grabber. Do yourself a favor and go check out their website. Just do it, folks. I mean, it's a great product, and, you know, plant the seed, think about it, tell your neighbors, your friends about it. But, uh, you know, and the website, again, is thetiregrabber.com or if you're up in Canada, the TireGrabber.ca, and Darcy has very clean website. You can get the story. Uh, the products are laid out very simply and click on the video link. Great videos from people who have bought the tire grabber, dealers, farmers. Uh, this thing is a great product and it can help keep you and yours and your employees safe on the farm. And I think you'll agree with me. You can't really, you can't put a price tag on that. So again, thanks to Darcy for that great conversation. We wish them uh, continued success and growth with their company, The Tire Grabber. And uh, again, hope to see you folks soon out at a farm show or an auction. And until then, hey, check us out at machinerypeat.com and we'll see you out at sales.